Hey, this is Brian with Concerts That Made Us podcast, and you're listening to Pods Like Us, a great show about other great shows. Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Crabone, known to my friends as Marv, and this time I'm speaking with Bobby from the Rock Guys podcast. Hey, Bobby. Hey there, everyone. Hey, Bobby. Thanks for being there. How's everything with you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing great. How about yourself? How's Louise? Oh, Louise is fine. Bobby asked after you. She's smiling and waving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The waving. Okay. Can you see me waving too? He says, can you see him waving as well? He is. <laughs> oh, dear me. Everybody knows Louise, even though she rarely talks. So We hear Louise a lot. <laughs> yes, we do lately. Yes, Louise has been on a few shows lately. Yes. She, she's on the one that's coming out on uh, Sunday as well. I don't think she knows that. <laughs> she does now. She does now. Um. So I'll start with a different question to what I'm used to, just to catch people off here. But what's your history with music then, Bobby? Are you actually a musician and have a general love of music? And that's how the Rock Guys podcast came into being. Well, there's a long history behind it. Um, I've always had the love for music, but my more profound um, classical love started probably a couple of years ago um i was always listening to classic rock but my deep involvement into it has just recently started um a lot of times I'd, I'd be going on the web trying to search around for for certain information and i'm bouncing everywhere trying to get all the details i need and i was just wondering why there wasn't a podcast about this and there's a lot of great podcasts out there. I mean, don't get me they're wrong, and I can't even come close to what Brian or Mike does. That they're they're out of my league. But they're amazing guys, amazing podcasts. My concerts that made us podcast and my classical album podcast, the best for music. That's my go-to place. <laughs> so so what I did is I just I created a, a podcast where just to get your information, quick information. Uh, if you're going to a concert, perfect place. Go see the rock guys. They'll give you the information on it, you know, to get you uh, started. Yeah, I was I was talking with Gil from uh, the Mind Buzz, and yeah, we, he told we, me he listens to me. What what's up does. with that? 
He yeah. does. And what, what he does is, because Gil is, uh, I've, I've said it another way before on shows, but really, to, to put it the correct way, Gil is a very open mind and he's always looking for something new to to sink his teeth into and to listen to and to get turned on by. So he said that he, he listens to your show uh, all the time. He listen, he's listened, he's, he's up to date, he's, he's listened to every episode. And when he listens to every episode as well, he will then go and check out songs by those bands that you've talked about or spoken yeah. about and be be turned on sometimes. Sometimes not, maybe, I don't know, but a lot of the time you, you're putting him onto music that he's not thought of listening to before and it's it's opened his world even more. He's, he's a great guy for just being open to whatever's there. I, I am so deeply humbled by that. Honestly, thank you, Gil, if you're listening. Oh, you're listening. I know you're listening. Thank you so much. It it means so much when someone appreciates it and, it, and it's, yeah, it's touching. It's touching. It is, but, you, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't want to, to make you feel, you know, embarrassed or anything, but <laughs> it, it's not just Gil. I mean, even even Brian from the concerts that made us, he, he enjoys listening, and I know a lot of people enjoy listening to the show. Um, who else listens to it as well? Uh, Greg from Bad Council, and um, I think Tim listens to a couple of episodes right. as well. I don't think he's listened to everything, but he's listened to, to some. So, you know, it's... It, it is listened to, and I was going to say when you were talking about those other shows, um, it, it's a different show that you're doing it, but it still is um, important or and interesting in its own way because what you're doing is, I've said before, it's like a an introduction to those bands. So you um, right. Right. explain the history of the band. Uh, their discography, you pick out the bits that jump out to you personally that have grabbed your attention about the bands. And right. it is basically a an introduction to those bands so that people then can go and hopefully find a new band to love to add to all the other music that they're listening to. Just like what Gil does, yeah. Yeah, oh, you're, you're a mind bus for, for people to listen to find new music <laughs> and he's, he's another type of mind bus altogether. Oh, he's got an amazing show. He, he has. Really he does. really has. Wow. Uh, I didn't expect to hear all this today. Uh, yeah, now uh, I, I'm kind of blushing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what I found is that whenever I first got into it and first started to record it, uh, I didn't want to sound like um, uh, a crime podcast. I didn't want it to be monotonous, uh, monotone or, you know, boring. And how do you bring facts and make them not boring? So I just, I up my game again a, a bit. I get a little, get a little excited and just, you know, go. Yes. <laughs> try, to, try to give some energy to it. It's funny. You're like, you're like the energizer buddy. You just like, it's almost <laughs> like that when you listen to the show, it's just, you, you're there and you're, you're perky and happy and all the way through. And I think what else is interesting is that you, you've, you've arranged the show in such a way where you're, you're going to one part, one thing about the band, then you'll have a, then you'll have a bit of a gap for, for a musical break. Um, sort of an interlude and then go into something else about the band. So you split it into sections. So it's always, it, it moves. It's almost like an action film where one of those action films where it never stops. It just goes from one bit to another, to another, to another, to another. And you get the information out there, 
but there's no slowdown in it at all. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, I mean, because info, like just getting info is so boring. I mean, I, I got accused of reading off of Wikipedia and uh, I, I don't read off of Wikipedia. I do take no. some information off of Wikipedia, but a lot of times there's not a lot of information on Wikipedia, believe no. it or not. So I go to the band's website. I go on all music. I go on um, the metal archives. There's a there's a bunch of different venues for it. YouTube's a great place. The music videos, the interviews, uh, they're great places to go. Absolutely. So, um, did you? Uh, how did you come by that? Uh, that. Um pattern then for how you your your show is based you know in in starting there and going from a to b to c to d and that sort of uh, uh like the arrangement. segments yeah those segments yeah okay uh I, it, it's really curious because i really don't remember <laughs> i'd have to go back and listen and figure out like where the changes happened and how it happened. Like I did want to go in and give certain information, like album discussions, uh, discussions about the bands discussion, like whatever certain aspects for the mute, the, the band that I've got going on. Yeah. And I just wanted to break it up a bit. And be, since my name is Bobby and I was really gearing towards the Howie Mandel Bobby's world, I don't oh, know if yes. you remember that. Yeah. that I kind of yeah. wanted to go into that direction without it being that. And that's what I did with Bobby's World. I just created um, the song discussion. And it's basically the song picked off of uh, the rock album section. Usually. Sometimes you'll go to, you'll go and do a song that's not from that album that was the album that you picked out sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I want to try to stay with the album that i picked but sometimes it just doesn't work out no. like the album's great but the songs on there i don't think are the best no 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 sometimes it's different i mean i, I find that sometimes with uh, i mean you, you you must real you i think you've probably guessed that i i like a lot of progressive rock and progressive metal <laughs> so but you'll find that sometimes you might like an album but because of that sort of genre, sometimes it doesn't work when those songs are taken out of context, being being joined to each other and flowing from one to the other. Uh, so right. you might need to go to another song to introduce people and say to people, well, this is what that band's like. Listen to this song. But in my personal opinion, this album's better. But this I can't song, pick out a single song yeah, this, from that album that works this, without the, the rest. one song will cover like the band's history, you'll know the band when you listen to this song. Yeah. It, it's so a like bit any like, song yeah. from ACDC yeah. will tell you what ACDC is about. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Well, I, I was surprised. I mean, you know, you know, one of these days they might suddenly come out with an acoustic number. Who knows? But doubtful. <laughs> I hope not. So, I hope so not. do I. I think, they, I think that would kill them. So do I. I think ACDC have got all the ingredients there and um they work and what perfectly a band. what a band my god they haven't changed the tempo at all like they're still going strong still the same music you listen to uh their power their new uh oh god did i forget the power slave is that their new album 
Oh my god, I'm so lost. No, that, that's anyway. That's, that's ACDC, I mean. did you just the latest album? album. Oh, what was that? I've got that as well. The um, oh my lord. But anyway, if you listen to that one and you go back and you listen to Back in Black, there's there's like you can tell it's the same band. Like the music has not changed much. Yeah, I mean that latest ACDC album. It's it's lucky in a way because it's all based on things that. Malcolm had already written before he died. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, people. That's that's one of those bands where people. There's uh, a lot of people who look at the band. They'll they'll think of the lead guitarist solo, who does all the solos. Angus, or they'll think of the lead right. singer. But I mean, even in interviews, Angus has said if it wasn't for for Malcolm, there'd be th- nothing. There'd be nothing right. because he was the whole heart and soul of the band. He he wrote basically what those songs were based on. He, he was the riff master general, shall we say. But now he's been replaced by his nephew, right? Yeah, he's been re- replaced by Stevie. Stevie, Stevie that's it. Yeah, yeah, but... I couldn't think of his name. He's, he's a good guitarist. I just hope that Malcolm's written, got a whole lot of more stuff that he'd written and you know, <laughs> they can do another album based. Yeah, because I think it might be their last album. That one that's just come out, very possible. Uh, and I think no, that, I, I think one oh, more. One I, more, I think maybe. they will pump out one more. I think Malcolm was in the works and writing quite a bit. And they got a lot of stuff stored up in, in the, the vault that they yeah. haven't released yet. Yep, and I'm very happy that they've got Brian singing as well. Oh yeah, I think Brian's awesome. I so think do I. Uh, he he's got an amazing voice and unmistakable, unmistakable. Yeah, definitely. They they've been very lucky to have two singers who were so um, powerful, powerful and incredible and iconic at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. G'day, g'day. This is Matty C from the Astros Fantasy Football Podcast way down in Australia. And we love getting to listen to Marv meet new podcasters from all over the world here on the Pods Like Us podcast. So how were you introduced to podcasting in the first place then, Bobby? Oh, I think I was on Facebook at one time and I saw an ad for Anchor pop up. And Anchor's like a free software for podcasting. Yeah. And... uh I was listening to podcasting already. My friends were listening to podcasting and yeah, I just, uh, I, I said, I'll give it a go. And um, I created one. Um, I ran it for, I think about four or five months, but I was covering, um, cons- uh, sorry, conspiracy theories. I couldn't think of it. Okay. Uh, so I, I covered conspiracy theories and then like five episodes in, I'm like, well, this is going to be limited. So I got to find myself something else. And yeah, let's just do. And I had talked to one of my friends about starting up a podcast for rock and he was all down for it. So I set everything up, came up with the name, created the website, created the email, created the site, you know, had everything set up, raring to go. And he bailed on me. Yeah. And it's, it's just sad because so now I I said, well, it's, it's still going to go. I want this to happen. So. I'm still going to do it. So I did it. And here we are. <laughs> I think it works as well because, um, I mean, it, so the, the way that the title can be seen now is 
it's for all those rock guys out there. And yeah, it's all about yeah. rock guys. Um, but because you're doing it on your own as well, I, I think possibly if you had somebody with you, it might lag slightly because you'd be chit-chatting a bit more. Whereas this, the way that oh, you've got it, it. It would be totally different than what I've got going right now. I could not do... Um, I had on one of my episodes when I did Megadeth, I had a guest come in just to uh, chat because he knew a lot about Megadeth. And, yep. and, you know, I wanted to have uh, his view on it. And yeah, it was totally, it was not my podcast. Like it was nothing like what I'm doing. It was just the banter. It was fun. It was banter back and forth about Dave Mustaine, but yep. it, it wasn't my podcast. No, because like, like I said, I mean, the, the way that it works with you on your own is that it's, is that it, it just, like I say, it just, it just goes, it, it's quick, it's snappy, it goes from one to another, to another, to another. And that's the hook of it is that it gives you the information in those beats and doesn't pause for a moment. It just, it's relentless. <laughs> relentless. Yeah, that would that would cover it. Yeah, <laughs> but fun at the same time as well because you're oh, always oh, yeah. you're oh, always happy. Uh, yeah, uh, I I really enjoy doing it. I really do. Um, a lot of times I get tied up with other stuff, and it and that's when I start to get frustrated. I've seen myself on a Sunday night be here at one a.m. just to drop the episode on time. Yeah, I've done the same thing. I have. So. Um... How do you actually record the show and put it together then, Bobby? Well, I, rec I record everything through Audacity. Um, yep. I love it. It's simple. It's easy to use. I'm slowly finding new tricks, new shortcuts to help me with the editing. So that's great. Um, I do want to transfer everything over to the Mac. And why I haven't done that yet is because Audacity doesn't work that well on the Mac. It's mostly covered by GarageBand. Okay. Yep. I'd have to use GarageBand, and I'm not ready to give up my audacity. So I'm going to run this till it dies. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard good things about about GarageBand for doing podcasts, but I haven't got a Mac, so yeah. Well, I I have a Mac. It's actually sitting under my PC right now, like sitting under my laptop, and just waiting to be to go. Yeah. But but like I said, I've I plugged in my mic to it. It didn't react proper. I plugged in my focus right it didn't react proper it was like oh yeah gets a little frustrating but you know at least i got this as a backup and seems to be working well so we'll keep going with this so, until the thing decides to take a shit or something yes yes i, I had to buy a new computer in the new year because mine gave up the ghost i had to buy one and then i was a bit behind on editing shows because of it which is is a, is a pain in the uh, <clears throat> backside, we'll say. Um, <laughs> so uh, you record it and edit it in Audacity. Uh, what the musical interludes? Uh, where where are they from? Are they, are they yourself or are they found from a from a free site? They, or they're something? pulled from um, YouTube Audio. Okay. Um, I pulled their uh, their stuff off of there, and and I use snippets of that because um, I know we're very limited to what we can use, right? When it comes to music, yeah, yeah. And it, it's funny that Gil he said that he listens to the song after, like he goes and searches the song that I covered on Bobby's work because my initial thought, because I use Anchor, we are 
they're owned by Spotify. Now, Spotify will allow us to play a song uh, inserted anywhere in the podcast, and we can go for a full-length song as long as we are subscribed to Spotify. And the person that's listening has to be subscribed to Spotify to listen to the whole song. Otherwise, they only hear about 30 minutes of it or 30 seconds of it. Or, okay. Yeah, 30 seconds, I think. But it, it's just, it's a random 30 seconds. It's just, it's thrown like right in the middle of the song. They grab 30 seconds and throw it in there. It doesn't even sound right. No. And uh, if I throw it, if I play this on, um, with the music added to it, all of a sudden it's only available on Spotify. So I can't get, you can't get it on Apple. You can't get it on I, uh, iTunes is Apple. Um, you, can, you know, you can't get it on Podbean. You can't get it on any of the other uh, providers. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to it through Spotify. And I didn't feel that was right to limit myself to one. I'm not Joe Rogan. No, no. <laughs> none of us are. And none of us make the money that he does either, unfortunately. When's he going up in a rocket? I know. Him and Richard Branson. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so here's a, uh, should we say, out of left field question for you then. Okay, Marv, before you go too far, go on. just let me say that your podcast is really super amazing. I love what you're doing, getting everyone on and the, the getting everyone together, working together. The, you, you've turned this all into a big family and it's, it's pretty awesome. And I just have to say thank you so much for that. Thank you, thank you very much. I'm, 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 I never know how to respond to things that people say <laughs> like that. It's just now you know how I feel. I know how you felt earlier. Now, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, touche. <laughs> That's I not why to... I did it though. My, I, I, I know it is. I'm sincere. I'm Agent Scott, and I'm Cam the Provocateur, and we're from the Spy Hards Movie Podcast. That's right, and you are listening to Pods Like Us, the podcast that has a license to thrill. So, have you got any actual favorite bands of your own? Jeez, you know, and- th- there's so many, there's so many. Um, my, I have to say what turned me on to thrash metal and metal in itself is... Uh, is the Master of Puppets album by Metallica. Um, yeah. When I first heard Master of Puppets, it was it was playing in a different room, and I almost killed myself to go listen to what it was. <laughs> it, it, uh, and then from there, it was uh, it, it evolved into Iron Maiden. Yeah. Uh, it, I didn't get into Slayer until uh, a few years ago. Uh, the heavier stuff started coming in a little later in my life, I guess. Yep. Uh, but the stuff like Iron Maiden and Metallica, like the 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 classic metal, I always enjoyed. I I always thought there was a nice beat, a nice crunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember. Um, I don't know whether I said this to people. I, Iron Maiden, when I first heard them, uh, I was in a. Uh, it's got to sound bad, this, but. I was, in a board, I, was in, I was in a board. I was in a boarding school, and the first maiden song I ever heard was uh, "Phantom of the Opera." Oh, nice! 
because that used to be the music to an advert for uh, a soft drink in England called Lucasade. And that oh, used no to be that. And they used to have uh, the the uh, an England, oh, somebody who was an athlete for England, um, Daley Thompson, he was in the advert advertising it. And so so he'd be there running, doing like the 100 metres or whatever it is running. And so you'd have the lead up to the song, you know, with just the electric guitars doing it, <laughs> like that or whatever. And uh, that sounded more like... Um, <laughs> That sounded more like deliverance, that did. But, um, <laughs> um, but you know which bit I mean? So you'd have the build-up in the advert, and then you'd start running and go for it, and it'd go, oh, yeah, and then it'd go like that. And so I remember that from that advert. And then, but I, I didn't know what it was at the time. But I thought, it sounded oh, good, right? I thought, oh, God, that's awesome, that is. And... Um, and then when I went to went to school, and someone in one of the other one of the other rooms, they were playing on their record player. I mean, they had a record, little portable record player that they took with them. That was so cool. And uh, and they they were playing it in one room, and I sort of like gravitated towards it because I heard that song going on. <laughs> I'm like, go on, what the hell is that? And then that that's how I listened. So my introduction to to Iron Maiden was that, and to heavy metal was that, and that oh. album. Then after that. And that it almost was... mirrors my exact experience as well. Okay. Hearing it, hearing the song in the other room going, whoa, what is that? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so, yeah, so I made an uh, ACDC. I remember remember them. What would that be? Um, somebody playing Highway to Hell, that album. Uh, that that was probably my introduction to, to ACDC. I mean, really... Uh, a lot of my uh, love of of metal probably goes from that era. So I mean, I'm I'm the right age to have heard that when it was first around, though the, the as they call it, the new wave of British heavy metal and that sort right. of thing. So I was that sort of age anyway, where it would, you know, because I was ten, eleven years old, so it, it caught me at the perfect time, really. That's awesome. That's awesome. A, a lot of the songs from that era too started off in the UK and then came later on to the US. Yeah. And and then five years later to Canada. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're a little slow. I don't know about that. You, you've, got Ru- you've got Rush. <laughs> yeah, Rush. That, yeah, We're allowed one once in a while to have an anomaly appear. And Rush was definitely an anomaly. Wow. Yes, yeah, and still one of the greatest um, progressive rock bands going anywhere. Without a doubt, absolutely, absolutely. I I cannot argue that. No. So, but we had Ryan Reynolds too. That's right. You've got Deadpool. Yeah, but but okay. Now to bring everything back, we had Bieber too. So, I we can't win them all. Well, for every plus, you know, it's, you know, you get too many pluses, you're going to have to have a minus somewhere. It's all about balance. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dear me, so where, where are we going from here then? So you've already explained the um, the way that you uh, research. I mean, are you the sort of person where when you, when I was younger uh, and I used to buy vinyl albums, 
I know I'd buy an album brand new and it was an experience, not just listening to the album, but the whole aesthetic of the, the actual cover the cover and everything. It was, it was, it was something that was interesting on all levels. It wasn't just sound. It was visual with the, with the artwork and, and everything really. Oh, and yeah. then, you almost have to pay it. You have to, you have to pull open the sleeve and look at all the credits as well, and 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 read, well, you read, read, read it that as well. You, oh God, you, yes. You can't, yeah, yeah. I re- I remember what was it? I think it was a Kiss album. I I pulled it out of its sleeve and I played it on my sister's record player that she had for Disney or something like that. Yeah. There was no record players in the house at the time. Don't know why. Just happened. Yep. So I pulled it, pulled it out, and I started listening to Kiss on here. And I just sat on the floor and went through the whole sleeve, and yeah, and, and then I'd reread it. I just, I think I read it about five or six times. Yeah. You know, it, get it, to know yeah. the album, get to know the songs, and then get kicked in the back by my sister when she got home. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you changed <laughs> all the settings it. on the stereo. Damn it. <laughs> Even as an adult, I, I still did that because I remember getting the uh, Innuendo album by Queen, which I thought was a fantastic return to form for them. Um, and then I actually remember exactly as you explained it then, as an adult, I was sat there on the floor reading back to front all of the credits and the, the lyrics to the songs and just taking the whole experience in. It is, and it brings you back to a place. It, it definitely brings you back to a place. I've caught myself doing that. Mind you, it was with CDs recently, but yeah. you pop the CD in and open up the booklet. Start yeah, reading. yeah. I mean, it's 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 weird because you know, I'm I'm, I'm now back to buying vinyl again, and I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> wow, how the hell did that happen? <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. I'm back to I'm back to being the teenager buying records on vinyl <laughs> and sitting there looking at the the cover art and the sleeve. But again. it's hip now. Vinyl's hip again. It is. It is. <laughs> and a lot of the time, it's decent quality vinyl as well. Right, better quality. It is. Absolutely. I I, I was going to restart all my vinyl collection and and I just uh, no, I I can't start over again. I just. I'd have to buy the record player, then start from scratch with all the records. No, I'll I'll stay with the CDs, and that works in everything I got. So, yeah, I'm I'm not replacing all of them again. I, there's just certain <laughs> ones where I'll think that that's that's a classic. I've got to have that all. Now, now keep in mind, if I go to a yard sale and they got a, a milk crate full of records and they want like ten to fifteen dollars for it, you better bet you I'm grabbing that case. Absolutely. I mean, going back to the discussion that I had with Gil and with Dave from uh, Live Life Live, the the, the Despolic podcast. Despolic. Yep. Uh, we we were having a chat, and I was saying to Dave the the thing about you know I don't know what your knowledge of it is like, but when listening to jazz and old jazz, I said to Dave, "There's nothing like listening to Kind of Blue by Miles Davis." or John Coltrane, or any of that, it sounds better on vinyl than it does on CD, to it, my it ears. Does. It uh, does. Because it's got that, you know, it's it's a timeless quality, but the the almost scratchy sound of the, and the way that the the the, the, the movement of the, the actual vinyl on the player, that just 
adds to the whole experience of the sound and it works on vinyl. I still think it's better on vinyl than it is on CD, those sort of records. Certain songs, yeah, certain music is a lot better on vinyl than CDs. Um, and it's exact same thing as, uh, how can I say it? Um, like the older, no, I can't use the older movies. Okay, scratch that. I forget what I was talking about. I haven't even smoked yet, so that's probably my issue. <laughs> but it's, it's also a bit like um, going back to Queen again. I think A Night at the Opera and Sheer Heart Attack and albums like that, I still think that they sound better on vinyl than they do on CD. I, I can't say for sure because I haven't heard Phantom of the Opera on vinyl, but Night I, at the I'm Opera. No. thinking about... Thinking about the song, um, I, I could see where, yeah, it would have the same, uh, the same, how can I say it, charisma to it with yeah. the vinyl than, than the CD. Yeah. It, it, I mean, and, and 60s music as well, like like the Beach Boys and that, I think, I think that sounds better with that as well. Although saying that, with the, you know, when they do uh, remasters or whatever, it perhaps the pristine nature of CD might work better actually with the Beach Boys harmonies. I don't know. That's... I, I think it would be cleaner because I, I yeah. kind of remember the Beach Boys of being, uh, having, I don't want to say this. I don't want to knock them. I love them, but yeah. they had a dirty sound. Yes. Yeah. I found that they had a dirty sound. And when, when I listened to it on CD, it, it was cleaned up a bit, but it, it wasn't the same. I expected no. a dirty sound and I didn't get it. So it was like, doesn't sound right. Do, do you think um, it's it's a bit like the productions of, say, um, you know, <clears throat> probably not a person we should really mention, but <laughs> Phil Spector productions, do you think they sound better, that wall of sound sounds better with, with, with vinyl, with the scratchy sounds of that, or the, I don't like saying scratchy, the warm sound of that, or do you think that's better with... with you know it but it sounds too clean almost on cd for for which one sorry phil specters you know you know that sort of music possibly motown as well oh you know what i never thought about that but a motown sound yeah so so yeah so old old See, producers I, i'm, like I'm that, hearing yeah. them what i'm hearing is them on cassette i can't even right. fathom hearing them on album uh... no no you're the same as me most of my motown collection was cassette as well <laughs> there's, there's something about motown and just being able to put them in a cassette and in like a cassette walkman and just have them there right right there, there, there's, there with yeah. you yeah i know exactly what you mean absolutely this is Dave of Live Life Loud, the Decibolic Podcast, and you're listening to Pods Like Us with Marv. So, um, what was the first concert that you went to? I went to a concert when I was, uh, and I'm going to say eight, it might have been nine, and I do remember it was Rolling Stones, and it was at the Olympic Stadium in Montreal, with an amazing light show. It was uh, pretty amazing. It was. Um, the most memorable, uh, the most loudest, uh, would have to be at the Forum of Montreal with uh, Iron Maiden. Yes. It, it yeah. was intense. It was like 
one of the best, not not the biggest, but one of the best concerts I've been to. Uh, the biggest was in Ottawa for Metallica during their Black Album tour. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, they went all out then, didn't they? From 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 then for a few years. I mean, didn't didn't that Black Album tour last last for about three years or something three, ridiculous? Yeah, three years. Yeah. It, but they were always making money on it. Always, always. Like people always wanted to see that. I would have went returned to see that one again. Uh, but they put on a little bit of a show all the time, right? Like the, it's not just them up playing guitar then get off stage. They have, um, you know, Metallica, right? I know I'm asking a stupid question. Absolutely, absolutely. The four no, horsemen. Yeah. Yep. Okay, the four horsemen when they have the drum, uh, the bass solo, where it's just do 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 During the concert, Lars Ulrich pitches his chopsticks up in the air, runs across the stage lands on the other drum set right in time with the drums kicking back into the song. <laughs> At that point, I heard nothing. I couldn't hear the music anymore. Everyone was screaming. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. It's, that, that reminds me of um, when I saw, uh, I saw Motley Crue at, uh, at Manchester. And they, they had this, um, uh, you know, they had this thing where, uh, Tommy Lee, his drum kit was uh, attached to. Oh, it was attached to something or other, and and then all of a sudden he's playing. Comes out. It's playing, and the drum, the drum, right, the drum itself lifts into the air, and it goes up in, goes up onto the ceiling, and he's, and he's, he's suddenly it's it's on a ball. It's like a ball. Uh, <laughs> Holy jeez! It's like a ball type thing with him in it playing the drums. And it's rolling around, and he's he's obviously strapped in because otherwise he'd fall off. Right. But so, and this is going across the ceiling of the <laughs> of the arena crazy. with him playing crazy. the drums, and it, it's crazy. You know, I mean, they, they weren't one hundred percent at the best at that point because it's the last <laughs> tour that they did. But it's it's all theatrics, and it's a really smart and fun. Um, bit of theatric, shall we say? It, it, it definitely made the night memorable, for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. Def Leppard did the same thing. Actually, they uh, their drum set just spun upside down. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that playing with the one hand with the one arm, and he's yeah. being spun upside down. It's crazy. <laughs> As if poor Rick Allen hasn't had enough happening in his life already. <laughs> First you take my arm, and now you're going to spin me upside down, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Dear me. But it's, it's all just, I mean, that's just, it's its an extension of what, what groups used to do when when they used to be on, like, the cherry pickers, didn't they? And, you'd have, and they'd sort of, like, go up in the air, and you'd have a singer there sort of, like, above the audience. It's just an extension of what, what that what that was. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Really, I've I've seen. I I can't remember what band it was, but I do remember a drum set going up and jetting out across the audience. Right. Like, so the audience is looking up at the drum player as he's going above them, and I I thought it was uh, mirrored to what you said about the guy going um about um. Motley Crue's drummer going across. Yeah, I, I 
thought it was something like that, but it, it wasn't. It was more like it was really weird. But that could have been acid or mushroom too. Yes. <laughs> but, but we'll just go back to the Motley Crew just 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 for a moment, and I will I will point out that their support act was actually better, and that was Alice Cooper. <laughs> I've never seen him in concert. I do want to see him in concert, and uh, he's actually from my this town where I'm living now. Okay, uh, from Thunder Bay. I don't know mm-hmm. if he's from Thunder Bay, but I know he does come up here a lot. He owns a house up here, and um, he joins in on some of the stuff going on down here. When we have our blues fest, he he'll pop up in the crowd just randomly. Yeah, but, but he's he's cool. I mean, he's still, I mean, it's very theatrical, but he he does the performance as well. So I mean, he always puts on right. a good show, and the music's always good as well. Right. So, but I gotta any... say, oh. I gotta say, uh, Alice Cooper's "Poison." If I never hear that song again, I won't be dis- disappointed. My ex-wife played that on repeat constantly. There are songs that are just played too often. It, no, it, it it was really sickening. It reminded me of my neighbor who played "Achy Breaky Heart" on repeat on a CD. I almost <sighs> got ready to kill him. No, anybody plays that song, the 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 ripe for killing. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so song song yeah songs that are overplayed. It's but then again, that's a subject all all of its <laughs> own, isn't it? That? That's a whole new podcast where you've got songs that are overlooked because nobody ever listens to them or plays them on the radio because they always play the same damn songs by the same yeah. by these bands. Yeah. Uh, looking at you, uh, you give love a bad name by Bon Jovi, right? When they've got songs that are, you know, <clears throat> should we say, "Pour Some Sugar on Me" was another one. That one was overplayed, but they yes. had so much good music. But why play overplay this one? Like, yeah, it's good, what, but what, don't why kill only, it. Yeah, why only play "Photograph" off Pyromania when there's so many other bloody great <laughs> exactly. songs on there? Exactly. Yeah. Ah, that's the music industry. It is. So that's why I'm not rich and famous. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. the reason. Yep. Yeah. Same here. But the other reason why I'm not is because I've not written anything that's got that hook that gets people <laughs> interested. Give it time. Well, I've been waiting all these years. I mean, I'm only 50, so I'm still young. Ah, you still got. Half a decade, half a century to go. That's right. Ooh. Try not to take the other one personally, the one they said first. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't intended. I know it wasn't, no. So um, are there any bands that you think are overlooked that people don't know about? There is. There's a lot. Uh, well, Slaughter, for one. Uh, Absolutely. I'm covering Cinderella this, this week. Oh, you're going to mention about um, oh, he he died this week, didn't he? One of the members of Cinderella. Yes. yes uh, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, jeez, I had it. I know. I forgot who it was. Bloody fantastic band. They are really good, and he, he's still good as well. The uh, T- Tom Kiefer. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, very powerful in the uh, music industry. Uh, actually, he's been uh, playing for other bands as well, like just helping out. Yeah. And, uh, but he's like a vocalist, um, 
guitarist, uh, keyboardist. Yeah. He's multi-instrumentalist. That's he, is. he is. But, oh, you're right. They're, they're a band that, is, that nobody thinks of now from back in those days. So you go back to the time when Cinderella right. were around and you'll, you'll think of bands, you know, de- decent bands, you know, like Poison or, or Rat or bands that were around at that time. And right. yeah, Cinderella seemed to have been lost to the to the annals of time, and it's unfortunate because there's such a great wealth of material there that that Tom wrote, and you know, and that, that the band did. Yeah, and it's a shame that they haven't put out an album since '94, but they're still touring. So it's not like they've given up. But since uh, since this guy's death, I think uh, that might have ended Cinderella. Very possible possible yeah yeah that was that was sad hearing that the other day actually because they were a great band definitely hello everybody this is ryan this is avery and we are from the frame by frame king crimson podcast and you are listening to pods like us so how do you choose what bands you are going to talk about well, initially, I tried to follow a plan by going and and having everything link up to, like, if someone, like, let's say I'm covering Cinderella and, and the vocalist is Tom Kiefer, but halfway through, Tom Kiefer left and went with, let's say, Slaughter, then I'd cover Slaughter next. You know, I'd try to file, find a little link between the, the bands and try to link them up that way. Um, but what I plan on doing, and this is based on your suggestion, is later on, and I don't know if I'm going to do it as a new, uh, a new season, or if I'm just going to continue on with the episodes, is actually covering um, personnel. So Tom yeah. Kiefer would be covered if uh, Alice Cooper, for example, yeah. uh, all the interactions he had with bands throughout the years um, is just phenomenal. Um, whether they're following him or whether they're he's supporting them and helping them out, yeah. Um, he he told uh, he had told Dave Mustaine uh, during one of the tours where they were touring with with um, Alice, he turned around and said, "Guys, you got to slow down. You're going to burn out. Yeah, you, you slow down. I know you got you're going to burn out. Slow down." And they're like, "Fuck you. We do what we want." You know, and yeah. yeah, typical thrash band, right? Yeah. It, it, so that that could be a, be a almost like mini series of its own. You could call it Six Degrees of. Oh man, that's smart. There you go. So it'd be Six Degrees of Alice Cooper okay, one episode, Six Degrees of Tom Key for another episode. I can't believe I'm coming up with these yeah, cool ideas. But I found that interesting on that recent episode of yours as well, where you were talking about the um, the women that are in videos, you know, because I mean, I mean, I mean, women are all in all of these rock videos, aren't they? I mean, let's face it, the eighties, yeah. That's what, yeah, and that's what sold rock albums was the women, and um, yeah, like I said, I I mean, I was reading an article about um, uh, Katane when she died, and I was like you know what i've never talked about her i never discussed yeah. her and and thing is she she's probably going to come back up on a later episode too again because she's done so many music videos 
Yeah. So I'm I'm sure I'll cross her name somewhere down the line. You, you've beaten me to it. I was about to say rest in peace, Tony Keaton. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I, I, I know D- Dave Coverdale put a really nice post up on Instagram about that when she passed away as well. Well, you know, because uh, ex Mrs. Coverdale, obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he had her on the hood of the Porsche, let me tell you. Um, yes, he did, on both video <laughs> and in real life. <laughs> so, how many episodes are you, or do you just do episodes week to week? Um, well, I, I start on Monday. I start uh, researching to see who's the next lucky contestant, unless I come up with it, like, uh, during my research. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll come up with uh, another band during the research. Like I'll see a link and then I'll say, okay, they're next type of thing. And then, uh, yeah, I'll start my research on the Monday and try to get everything done as soon as possible. I like to have my weekends off, but it doesn't always happen. It actually yeah. rarely happens. So, so I so come then- home. Yep. I come home at six and then have supper, do a couple of hours of the podcast stuff and then head to bed. Right. Okay. So are you, are you specifically basing it on like uh, a certain type of rock or, or is it open to all sorts of, shall we say rock music? It, it, it's uh, I, I plan on doing all all rock music. Um, I'm not. I'm not um, shy. I'm going to shy anyone away if they turn around and say, "Hey, can you cover this band?" Or have you done this band? You know, I'm. I'm. I'm up for that. Um, I do ask uh, in the show that you know, if you think I'm covering the wrong rock album, send me a message. Yeah. You know, and then I can fix it or recover or do what needs to be done. Because sometimes it's a bit strange what people might class as rock music. I mean, I'm I'm actually looking at something now and thinking some people categorize these as rock, but a lot of people don't, and that's in excess. Do, do you know what I mean? There's like those... That's a, yeah, that's a progressive pebbles. rock, I would think. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I, I see some stuff being classified as metal, and then it's like all acoustic. Yes, yeah. I don't know who's classifying them, but no, that's that's true. <laughs> but but you, you you're obviously going to look at bands as well. Like uh, I'd say, um, you're going to go into the progressive realm as well. Then I suppose like yes. uh, like Dream Theater and to bring oh, it up to yeah. date. I, I, I'm I'm trying to find a placement for Dream Theater. Yeah, I really then, am. That's yeah. one I do want to cover. Just it's not the right timing right now. I'm and trying then, to get through a, a lot of the the older metal, uh, speed metal, glam metal, everything from like the early years, right? And try to get all the bottom feeders up. But eventually you'll work your way up to the modern ages and you'll probably do bands along the likes of, um, what should we think, uh, Amorphous and Leprous and bands like that. Oh, the newer the newer yeah. music, right. Uh, there are a few I've heard of... Um, uh, if you get a chance, check out the song "Popular Monster" by uh, Falling in Reverse. Okay. Um, it's a it's a new band. It's very metal, but with a hint of rap. 
I don't know how to say it. It's um, it starts off where uh, he's just like kind of rapping a melody, and you 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 hear it progressively start to get heavier and deeper till eventually he starts screaming, and it's all about him uh, going through an insane. He's got a therapist, and his therapist isn't listening, and he's going insane. You're not fucking listening to me, type of thing. So he's got all that going on, and it's very an intensive. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on it. Check it out and uh, let me know what you think about it. There you go. I'll uh, I'll put a picture up for that as well, and then uh, I'll say that you've su- suggested that to me, and then Gil will probably check it out as well. <laughs> All right. Unless he's got a camera in here watching and he's already knowing about it. I, I think he's got my place bugged. Yes, I, I think Pretty he's sure. already. On, I think he's already on Spotify looking for it. I, I think he hacked my Alexa. Yeah, very much. It'll if be anyone called, can do it, Gil yeah, can. Yeah, it'll be called Gilexa next. <laughs> Gilexa. Oh, dear, that was good. But um, but yeah, so so yeah, you've got modern bands. You know, I'm suggesting bands to you now. Like I said, Amorphis, um, Leprous, uh, Between the Buried and Me. Um, I don't know that one. Ooh, you might like as an introduction to them. They did a they did a, an entire album of cover versions between okay. the Buried and me, and oh, what's the name of it? It's oh, it's called the Anatomy of. Because the whole idea is that it's songs that basically they they liked when they were younger, so it's almost what what influenced them. But okay, I see. But because they're progressive metal, they've got, they've got all sorts. So you've got uh, a really good cover version of Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Oh, that I um, definitely got to hear. Yeah. That, 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 that's that. one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite uh, Motley Crue songs. Same here. I, I, I like the uh, the motorbike guitar sound that, um, that Mickey Mars has got going on at the beginning and, and how it goes from that into, well, yeah, just amazing. So you've got that and then they do like, Pink, they've got a Pink Floyd number on. I can't remember which Pink Floyd song it is that they do. Uh, it might be Comfortably Numb, I think. But it goes all around. Because they're a progressive metal band, obviously the songs on there are going to be from all over the spectrum. So it's it's an interesting album. So it's actually not that bad an introduction to them, I suppose. So what other podcasts do you listen to then, Bobby? Oh, do you have time? Like, uh, is there a limit on Zoom? No, I haven't got a limit on my Zoom. No. All right, good. Uh, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to open up my my app. I listen on Spotify and just to like see my library. All right. So, I I first some foremost. Um, when I first started. Uh, listening to comedy podcasts, I was listening to uh, a show called B- Bad Friends. Okay, have you ever heard of it? I have heard of Bad the, Friends. I've not listened to it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's uh, Andrew Santino, which is a comedian, along oh, yeah. with Bobby Lee, who's a comedian, and they just, yeah, they just basically talk about stuff on the show, and and they're hilarious, and they make me laugh. Um, but now they've been replaced by another podcast. Um, I don't find these guys as funny as bad counsel. No. Um, 
Bad Council makes me laugh with every single episode. I mean, their antics are hilarious. The callers are hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if it's the perfect podcast, and I mean, they did so well. Their logo is amazing. Like, it is. Yeah, and the I think recently with the addition of Katie, I think they've done really well as well to have that fourth, you know, and have a female involved. You know, Greg's the, yeah, wife, female's perspective from the peak know, like female a, perspective as well for but, the non-existing girl code. But also at the same time, she's done wonders for them on their their social networks as well by the doing graphics? all those graphics. Oh They're incredible. God. Oh my god! Like, like, I'm just like well, I give. I threw my hands in the air. I said, I yes, can't keep up. absolutely. I can't keep up. No, <laughs> she's got some mad skill. Katie, I love you. You got amazing skill. Yeah, we love you, Katie. Yep, yep, yep. Go on then, Bobby. But, yeah, what else I, have we got? I li- uh, so I listen to Bad Council. Um, I listen obviously to uh, pods like us because that's where I can find pods. You know, like us. Yep. Thank um, you very much. Concert. <laughs> Concerts that made us. Uh, Brian is like insanely amazing at what he does. He, he is. He is. Uh, yeah, my go-to guy for the rock. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. My classic album. Um, he's got some good interviews with some pretty decent guests going on. Um, his shows only, uh, I think, once a month or once every two months, but it's worth the wait. Yeah. But some, uh, some shows are worth that. I mean, you know, the, the wait for them, you know, and it's because they're taking the time to make sure that they're uh, doing a show that is the quality that they want to put out. Exactly. And and he's got some, like, he's got some pretty big names going on. He's uh, He's got some high names. Yeah. Th- those sort of people that he's talking to, you can't, you can't, have, you can't uh, suddenly organize seven eight interviews in a couple of days with those sort of people oh it's impossible no you can't do that and, uh, uh, okay uh, metal nerdery podcast um they ooh. talk about all kinds of metal um true crimes i go for for oh i don't remember the name of it just a second give me two seconds i'm just gonna reach over here okay One of the, oh, sorry. One of the true crime podcasts I listen to is Canadian True Crime, but yeah. that's because I'm Canadian. Yeah. Um, games my mom found. He had a, he discusses old vintage video games, Ooh. and uh, just goes through them. And, and sometimes he has some pretty decent guests on there. Yeah. Uh, Live Life Loud on the the Decibolic. I yes. listened to them. I've just started yeah. recently listening to them based on uh, your review. So okay, that was great. Uh, it's been a while. Podcast um, Astro League. Have you heard Astro- of Astro League? I have. I have heard Matty and them. It's, Ma- it's, Matty's it's, got one sexy Australian voice. Let me tell you, he really has. But but it's the weirdest thing: an Australian podcast about. <laughs> fantasy american football <laughs> right i mean that is the weirdest thing ever and for him to call it football and actually be football i know soccer. for him to call it football <laughs> and not and not to and not say well yes <laughs> strange 
I'm trying to think what an equivalent to that would be. What would equivalent to that be? It, it'd be like, um, I know I was talking to somebody in America and they suggested that they were thinking of doing a cricket podcast. It's about the same thing, or me doing a baseball podcast. <laughs> Which, incidentally, if there's anybody out there that does baseball podcast and they want to talk to me, I am available. Well, that'd be interesting. I love baseball. You know, when I lived in Montreal, um, we used to go to the Expos baseball game, and it yep. used to cost me $4 for a ticket. Yes. Uh, yeah, the good old days. <laughs> good and, old uh, days when you didn't have to pay all that much to go and see a game. Right. And, and it wasn't that far, so I hop on a bus and go see the Expos play. Sometimes I'd be there alone and just sit there and watch them play. Then they got switched, and then I moved. Yes. That, that's that's life, Bobby, unfortunately. Yeah. It moves. Yeah. Life changes. It does. All right, so yeah. uh, Jeff then and Jared all saved the kids. world. Yes, they, they make me laugh. Uh, the, oh, they're hilarious. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the mind buzz, right? Yeah, uh, Gil, yeah. General Public, Techie and the Blonde, Twisted Sisters with Jenny, um, SS True Crime, Xander and Stone. Xander and Stone, yeah. Oh, there's there's so many, but I just I can't listen to them all in enough time. Like there's just not enough hours in a day to to do it. So I try to jump around and listen to bits and pieces. And I find Xander and Stone is a is a it it it, it oh, I, I can't get my head around how they do that because. Uh, to pull the curtain away, uh, you know, St Stone is in 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 Middle America, yeah, and Xander is in China. China. Yeah. So they record it when it's they, they record it when it's breakfast for Stone, and right. it's supper and supper time the same day, but later that night, where Xander is, it's, it's just yeah, yeah, it's 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 the weirdest thing. It, it is. It's. Uh, it it baffles my mind. It literally baffles my mind. But he still didn't give me the lottery numbers. He should. He should have given me lottery <laughs> numbers. He really should, because he's in the he's in the future. He should have been able to told me what the numbers I, I, were. I don't know if they, because I think that's why the polls close so early, though. Maybe, maybe. Because <laughs> otherwise, everybody would be doing that, right? No. Possibly, and that that's reminded me <laughs> a bit a of shot. A, yeah, that's reminded me of a, of a bit of a controversy actually that Gil would love uh, to do with the time zones. Is that the the Australians knew before the Americans that John Kennedy had died <laughs> because it was because it was in the next day's newspapers in in Australia before the American uh, media let the American public know. Oh, I saw that on a program. I saw that on a program, and I just thought, "Wow, that's that's fascinating." It is. There you go. One for one for Gil to pick up on, and he <laughs> will because he's done it before. He because um, did you see that post he put in this week where he'd obviously listened to to me and Dave from Decibolic having a chat, yes. me, Dave, and Louise, and then he picked up on it and he posted up a response to the question we'd asked him in the show. <laughs> Which is just crazy. Like you said, Gil's everywhere. He's always listening. <laughs> he is. Yes. <laughs> There's no hiding from Gil. 
There's no hiding from Gil. He's all, always and everywhere. Yes, he is. That's right. Yeah, he's omnipotent. Yes, that's, that's a long word for this time of the night. Thank you. Omnip- um, you know, I'd answer that, but I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's it's what they say about God, isn't it? That is is everywhere all the time. That's it. So that's what that, that was what that means. Om, omnipotent. Yes. Omnipotent. Yes. There we go. Welcome to Pods Like Us English Lessons. <laughs> Hey, it's Gil from The Mind Today's Mind Culture and Social Podcast. And you're listening to Pods Like Us. So anyway, Bobby, how can people find you and get hold of your show? Very easy, because uh, my podcast name is Every Link. So you can find me on Instagram. That's my favorite place to be found is at the Rock Guys podcast on Instagram. You can find me on by email. You could email me at uh, the Rock Guys podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on pod page at the Rock Guys podcast. Um, that's www.podpage.com slash the dash rock dash podcast <laughs> it's it's all dashes i don't know why there's dashes there i find that so annoying um and my link tree on instagram is probably the best place to go absolutely when, when i found out about link tree it was like a uh, like a light bulb went off went off yeah. in my mind i'm like I, I just i saw a door open yes like i was like oh, oh i don't need to put all these shop. links just put one <laughs> link and that will take them everywhere whoa yeah it's, yeah, it's, well, especially on Instagram where you can only put one link, right? Absolutely. I mean, here's, here's an extra one. I don't know if you know about this, but there's a website uh, you can go to called Podfollow. I heard something about that. So it's 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 spelled the way that, that I said it, podfollow.com, uh, okay. I think it's called. And if you go on there and look and just go in the search engine for and look for the show that you're looking for, it will come up with a link and what happens there is it automatically sends you to your streaming platform of choice. Okay. So it's, it's not like a link to a specific, like a, an Apple podcast page or your Spotify page or someone's page. It's to, it automatically links with whatever your streaming platform is and sends you to that platform's page for that show. Okay, um, instead of going searching on every platform. Yep, instead of going and searching on each platform. There's a lot of times I'm on Spotify and I can't find a podcast. Elsie mm. um, and Aaron, um, they uh, they have a podcast and it took me a while to find them. Yeah. Uh, give me a minute, Elsie and Aaron. The Interracial Perspective. So Elsie okay. and Aaron run this podcast and then yep. it's just two dudes getting together and just talking about the shit that's going on. And um, I went to add them and follow them and I couldn't find them on Spotify. I actually had to go onto the computer, find them that way and then come back and it was crazy. It is. I, I don't know why it's so hard to find for some. Yeah. You, anyway, for, for people, thank you, Bobby, for chatting with me. 
Thank you, Mark, for giving me the opportunity to redo this. Thank you very much. And that was that was so much fun. We'll have to do another re-record and then <laughs> even well, if we I'm don't a, put I'm it anxious. out, just to chat. <laughs> well, I'm anxious for you to uh, launch that uh, that live. Uh, are, are you doing it via Zoom or are you doing it like live Instagram? What's that one? What's that we're on about? Oh, the, the chat. That, yeah. that will that will be just chat between us. I mean, we, we could possibly do it live. I, I, I wouldn't mind. Can do it that way. Then make okay. it into a, that's that's not a bad idea actually. You're getting me, dear me. I was scared about doing live shows and video <laughs> and everything, and now suddenly I'm doing I'm more of them. <laughs> doing more of them, absolutely. So anyway, you just have to get your feet wet. That's right. Yeah, you get your feet wet. Jump in at the deep end, and you'll be fine. As they say. Awesome, Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. You can get hold of me by going to the marvzone.org and on there there is a contact uh, page for you to be able to contact me and I will respond to people if they contact me there. There's also show details and show notes for any uh, Pods Like Us episodes uh, once I catch up with my very lazy uh, catching up of that. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Yeah, I just connected. Yes, yes. Hey, Marv. Hey, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Not bad. Not bad. A bit, bit warm, but other than that, okay. Warm is better than freezing. Warm is better than freezing, but then you have central eating for that. True enough. Although saying that, you know, aircon would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. <laughs> but three, we don't have them, and. Not really useful in Canada since it's only warm two months out of the year. Yes, but then you get, you know, the potential for really good, you know, skiing and whatever else you want to do out that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a gold mine for winter activity. Absolutely. Do, do you partake in any of that? Uh, up until recently, I did snowboard. But cool. then I found out when my legs break, they stay broken longer than they used to. Oh, so I don't want to. No, dear me, must be terrible if you like it that liked it that much, and now you can't do that. Uh, yeah, well, when the age creeps up, the knees get harder. So, yeah, I gave it up, but I replaced it with podcasting. So I guess that's a plus. That's true. That's true. You're not likely to fall, um, Edo. You know, fall well, over and hurt yourself on podcasting. Mind you, saying that. Yeah. That that just depends on how much I drink. Yes, me too. I've just I've just, I've just had a bourbon just now. <laughs> well, if I'm it's, sure. it's so yeah. hard to do my podcasts. Like doing it alone is just it's super hard. 
So are you like me then? Do you record a, a lot and then you edit accordingly to make, make it sound better? Yes, yes. There, there's a lot of times I'll say the same line like five or six times over just because that didn't sound right. That didn't sound right. Yeah. I suppose we better get into the show then and, uh, yeah. and chit-chat. So there's well, less uh, editing for you. <laughs> yes. Actually, that scared me earlier on because I recorded the first episode of the George Harrison podcast. Uh, right, today right. and uh it scared me no end when the the co-presenter or the co-host said to me he said well uh i, I think that can go out without any editing whatsoever <laughs> and i'm thinking dear me and then it, and then he added added it made it even worse by saying i'll, I'll put it up on youtube <laughs> and I thought, oh no, because that's like the safe, that's like the security blanket gone then of the editing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Right>. dear. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to set up a group chat, uh, if you like, so that me and you can be on a group chat with Brian from concerts that made oh, us. Oh, that and would get, be great. And, and get some more of the music-based uh, shows just just chatting about music and whatever we come up with is what we talk about. Nice. Now that would be great. That yeah. would be great. Yeah. I look forward to that. Well, what about that other gentleman that you, uh, my classical album, the guy that you turned me on to. Oh yeah. With Mike, I think his name was. Yeah. I can't remember now. Yeah. Yeah. And no. Dear me, I, I haven't got enough time to listen to all these shows. Crikey. Oh, no, well, that's the thing, right? There's so much There's so much out there. And I mean, I'm downloading them all, but I can't get to them right away. No. But a good thing is that I'm going to be off in, in August for about a week. So I'll slide some of that in there. Yeah, and you, you, you could listen to, it, listen to it with your wife. She might like to listen to some of those as well and, you know, have a bit of together time with those. I'll play it over the Alexa. She won't have a choice. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like this? No. Oh, well, that's a shame. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> right, let's get this started. Hello and welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I am joined by Bob Brunette from the Rock Guys podcast. What's going on, everyone? Hey, hey, Bobby. Thanks for sticking around. Oh, no problem. <laughs> oh, dear. Just sitting here smoking weed, so we're all good. That's good. Yes. I'm guessing that was a lot better. <laughs> all right. It sounded better. It did. It did. And uh, I was a bit scared to start with not having my notes with me, but I think it worked. It did work out well. Yeah. But... Um, like when I cover the bands on my show, I, I cannot do these bands justice. I cannot fit all their history properly into less than half an hour show. No, no. But then again, that's not that's not what your show is about. Your show is about an introduction to those bands. It's not exactly, to tell people yeah. everything. Because right. sometimes I think um, there are bands where uh, I remember somebody saying to me that, they didn't get into Nirvana at the time because they felt that they were a bit overhyped and everybody was saying to them, oh, you've got to listen to them, you've got to listen to them. And they said, well, I'm not going to listen to them because I don't want to be disappointed by all the hype. 
Right. Oh, how many times have I been disappointed by people saying, oh, man, this is amazing. This is amazing. Movies, upon movies. Yeah. Just going to be it's depressed. Really... Anyway, Bobby, I'll, I'll let you get on now because it's nine o'clock oh, where okay. you are and it's yeah. it's two o'clock in the morning here. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marv, get to bed. No, there's, there's the Yankees playing at the moment. Uh, playing oh, against oh, the oh. Phillies. Okay, you go enjoy that, and I'll be here if you need anything. Okay, thank you, Bobby. Right. I'll catch up with you in a bit. Take care. All right, take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.